Well, hello and welcome to Coming Out Christian's inaugural podcast. Uh, if it's a success, there'll be plenty more to come. And if it crashes and burns, well, at least we gave it a shot. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about social networking. There are so many positives and negatives that go along with social networking. Um, the other day, I was irritated about a heated conversation that had sparked uh, from an article one of my friends had posted. As per usual, it was something regarding the LGBT community and the Christian church as a whole. And you know, I tend to be a rather sensitive gal. I let things get to me more than they should. But point being, I realized it really put me in a bad mood for a few hours. So it got me thinking, you know, first of all, how much of my mood is generated by Facebook? And secondly, how sad is this fact? Now, and, and this is something we talk about on the blog quite a bit. Coming out is an extremely personal decision. And coming out on social networking, you know, that, that kind of adds an additional layer of that issue that now, be, just because of the world that we live in, needs to be addressed. And it'll be different for every single person. For me, after a few years of being out to close friends and family, I decided to place a link to the Coming Out Christian blog on my personal Facebook profile. Um, and this was a big deal, like a big day for me. Um, I, I placed it, though, somewhat discreetly under my work and education section, uh, you know, so it wouldn't be too obvious, but if someone was looking for it, they could certainly find it without a great deal of difficulty. Um, but eventually, I decided to remove the link because of certain privacy issues, etc. You know, for example, I still live in a state where I could be fired, technically, due to my sexual orientation. Now, I don't think that that's very likely, you know, as far as my personal situation goes. But, in the end, I decided it was better to customize a gay safe list on Facebook um, so that I could better control who sees what information. But uh, uh, let's dig even deeper and I'm curious to know what you guys think about this. Should we use social media as a means to tell our stories? Um, I mean we all know that you know sharing our stories with one another with others who are LGBT and spiritual slash religious, uh, it helps us gain a sense of community. It's a very good thing. Uh, but does telling our story to the general online population accomplish anything? That's what I want to talk about. Uh, and, and more specifically, can we, as LGBTQI people, help open the eyes of the heterosexual, conservative, religious folks, or do they need to hear these things from straight allies? And I'm not sure what the answer is myself. I I'm wondering if you guys have any insight on this. Uh, we all know the importance of our straight allies. So is this something that should be reserved for them? And, you know, I'll share one particular Facebook affair that got me wondering about the effectiveness of social media advocacy as far as LGBT rights go. Um, one of my friends, very admirable, kind, gentle friend, posted a status that um, stated something to this effect. And these are her words paraphrased. 
I feel compelled to speak about this. Let me say without a doubt that I love and truly care about all of my homosexual friends just as I do my heterosexual friends. I think the reason the homosexual community gets singled out so much is because their sin may be more obvious than my sin. You don't always see when I worry or when I hold on to anger, when I need to forgive and let go. It's just more obvious when you're labeled a quote-unquote homosexual. Uh, and, and she continues on here. What really bothers me, though, is that we as Christians need to call a sin a sin and not ignore it for fear of hurting people's feelings or being politically correct. We need to hold each other accountable no matter what the sin. You need to call me out on my sin of lack of forgiveness just like I call out homosexuality as a sin. I want people to know that I lay awake and worry about all of my homosexual friends just like I do about friends who are carrying on an adulterous relationship. The Bible says that homosexuals and adulterers will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's serious stuff. Unfortunately, I've been faced with a lot of death in my life, and I constantly think about how I want to see all my friends and family again in heaven one day. I want to see all of you there. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're living with another person no matter what the sex when you know you shouldn't be. God has called you for bigger and better things. End quote. Now, her heart is truly in the right place. And the only reason she's saying all of this is because she really feels that in her heart, gay people will go to hell if they don't change. She's acting out of love because she truly wants the best for her loved ones. Uh, but, but here's my response to that. All right, too many times, I think, people often assume that we see our sexuality as sinful. This is coming from the mentality of someone who has never wrestled with their sexual identity. And I don't mean this sarcastically at all. They've never been in our shoes. Um, and so lots of people with this mindset probably don't realize all the turmoil, prayer, research, and struggle, uh, you know, that goes into discovering our true identity. And I know I'm not the only one here. I mean, tons and tons of you have written me with the same story. They don't really understand the fact that there are legitimate reasons why we believe what we believe, that we didn't just wake up one day and say, oh well, I tried, you know? I mean, I've never met a gay Christian who didn't wrestle with scripture to an intense degree. For many of us, losing our faith has never been an option. And I think the only way that we will ever overcome this hurdle, this chasm separating people on both sides of the debate, is to simply accept the fact that there are various valid ways to interpret Scripture. In my own experience, and I think many of you will relate, once I reconciled my spirituality and sexuality, I began to realize that my true sin wasn't being a lesbian. My true sin was gossip, you know, slander, ill will toward those who mistreated me, and a slathering of many other undesirable qualities. And, you know, I mean, um, I was just so focused on the sexuality side of things. Um, but, but, but anyway, I'm curious, you know, what are your thoughts? Do you think that social media 
is an effective tool for advocacy. Uh, what about you personally? Are you out on social media sites? Let me know your answers. Email me at mandycoc at gmail.com. That's M-A-N-D-Y-C-O-C at gmail.com. And heck, let's just do listener mail. Can you, can you even have listener mail for a brand new podcast? Um, yeah, I mean, let me do a shout out. I'm thankful to all three of you who are probably listening right now. But, um, but seriously, email me your questions. Send me your ideas for podcast topics. Some things you'd like to hear discussed. In the meantime, have a fantastic week and be kind to yourself. 